0: Podcast Answer Man, episode number 223. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This
1: is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey, this is Rick, co-founder and CEO of Blog World New Media Expo, and you're listening
0: to the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. I am excited to bring to you some more, hopefully, valuable content. And uh, believe it or not, I am not going to talk endlessly for five to seven minutes. Instead, I am going to jump right into our very first question of the day because there is so much I want to get into this episode. Uh, we're going to start things off with my good friend and co-host of Business Tech Weekly, uh, Andy Traub. Andy, take it away, my friend. Hey, Cliff, it's Andy. Hey, I've consolidated all my podcasts on a one network now, and I have an issue with the titles. Uh, it's pulling in the name for my WordPress installation under the General tab, and then the Category Title. Uh, instead of the title, I'd like for it to go in. So instead of Lynchpin podcast, it says Take Permission Media Network, It has two hashtags or arrows, if you will, and then Lynchpin Podcast. You can see what I'm talking about in iTunes. If you look up Lynchpin Podcast, it does the same thing uh, for my natural childbirth podcast. That's a brand new one. And I'm trying to figure out how to adjust that title or if I'm pulling them all from the same site, if that's just the way that they're going to look, which is fine too. But let me know if that can be changed, and I appreciate your help. Thanks, man. Natural childbirth podcast? Seriously? Anyway, so uh, yeah, thanks, Andy. Um, Yeah, absolutely. It can be changed. I know that you're following the process that I have uh, uh, personally trained you in. And what you want to do there, of course, is use FeedBurner. And I know that you're doing that. And that's where you're seeing where basically what's going on is you're sending the feed from WordPress, even though it's a category feed. Uh you're still sending the feed from WordPress and WordPress is sending over the name of the site and then the the quote unquote tagline of the site and then it's showing your category. And so what you want to do <clears throat> when you're when you're in there, when you first burn your feed with feedburner. It's going to ask you your category and description and all of those other things. And you click all the way through and click next, 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 next. And you fill out all the information as you go along. But you hit next, next, next. And finally, it says, ha, ah, done. You're done. It's great. And then you click the view the feed, you know, feeds.feedburner.com slash whatever natural childbirth podcast that you have. Uh, you know, it pulls it up in the URL. And sure enough, it's got everything pulled right from the the site description, and that's not what you want. And and it's not acceptable, uh, you, you know, even if it has to. Yeah, it's, it, you want to be in complete control, right? Well, this is one good thing that you can control. So what you want to do is once you have set up your feed with FeedBurner, you go and you click on that feed, go into the place where it's got the different tabs, you know, optimize and troubleshoot eyes and all the other eyes that they have there. What you want to do is you want to click on the optimize tab. All right. In fact, I'm going to do this real quick. I haven't done this in forever, so I'm just doing this by memory. You click on the optimized tab, and then if you look over on the left-hand side, you're going to see SmartCast. All right, now SmartCast is the section where everything where you filled it out you know, by default, you know, choosing all the category and things of that nature. That's where you're going to find all of those things. If you ever want to change those, it's on our smart cast. But if you scroll down to the bottom currently, as I'm recording this, it's the third from the bottom, but you never know. They might change things around. But anyway, what you're looking for is an option called title slash description burner title slash description burner. This is under the optimized tab still. And basically, you click on that and it's going to pull up and it's going to ask you for a new title. And this, my friend, is where you can put in the new title to read exactly the way you want it to read in iTunes. Now, there's also an option in there for new description. I just leave that blank. All right. it, it Basically, just leave it blank. It's still going to pull the description or the the you know the well what do they call it over there i don't think they call it description under smartcast this podcast summary so basically they're still going to pull the podcast summary for the description of your podcast from your smartcast uh you know section under optimize so just leave that blank and just fill out the new title and you're good to go hey one other little thing i'm just going to throw this in a little extra tip for you for those of you who have a feed burner feed, now most people are not supposed to really ever see your feed burner your your feed. You know, hopefully they're there's clicking on a link or something like that. But, you know, if you're ever worried, you know, sometimes it's like it says it's got the little feed burner logo up there, I want to encourage you to have a 150 by 150 uh, version of your Artwork. Now they say it should be 144 by 144. You know, what's six pixels between friends, right? So anyway, what you can do is you can actually click on feed image burner and then on the right hand side, it's going to say image source and you want to do the drop down and specify a custom URL. Then go ahead and upload your one. 14- 50 by 150 or 144 by 144 if you're if you're not a rebel like me, uh, then you can go ahead and uh, upload that to the web somewhere and then take a URL and paste it in there to, to that image, throw it into the specify custom URL image. Uh, place. And and then you, act, and you can even title that image. You can even say, you know, this is my uh, natural childbirth podcast or whatever. And then you put a link directly to that category on your WordPress site. You click activate. And if somebody does happen to look at your feed burner feed on the top right hand corner, instead of seeing the feed burner logo, they're now going to see the logo of your podcast. All right and uh, and so therefore that, that would be a very cool thing by the way and then of course if they click on it it's going to take them to that place wherever you specified in the link area under feed bur- feed image burner so Andy I know that you personally already had this answer weeks ago uh, but uh, I still wanted to go ahead and provide that information to you here next up we're moving right along to Tim who has a question about voicemail
1: Hi, Cliff, it's Tim Cummings calling for the Unitarian Voices podcast, calling for the podcast Answer Man program. I'm wondering if you know of a good voicemail service that I can use to set up a voicemail line like you have so that I could play um, listener comments on my program. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Tim, for your question. This is a one I've covered a couple times in the past, but with 223 episodes now, I don't want to make people go back and, and re-listen to everything. So what I'll just do is give you a brief update here. I am using my favorite service. It's called Broadvoice, B-R-O-A-D-V-O-I-C-E.com, broadvoice.com. It is not meant to be a podcast um, you know, voicemail-only system. Uh, it is actually kind of like a Vonage deal. They, they, they're they a voice over IP telephone service where you can do your telephone over your internet um, service provider. And so I tried this service out a long time ago. I really decided I wanted the landline. I, I wanted something that was was pretty much going to be there all the time. Even if my internet goes out, I wanted to still have access to my landline And so, um, I that so I decided to to do that, but I realized I wanted to keep the service for my voicemail only. Now I pay like fifteen bucks a month for this service. Now for me, it's worth it. I mean, my podcasting is my career, and so, uh, and and I have like you know I've launched over twenty different podcasts. I get a about 15 to 30, maybe sometimes as many as 50 voicemails a week on this thing. So it, it, it's worth it for me to have this service and to pay 15 bucks a month. It's just total value there. Now, the thing, the reason why I'm using Broadvoice is because the voicemail quality is so much higher on on, on Broadvoice compared to other services that I've tried. Now, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash voicemail, Again, that's podcastanswerman.com forward slash voicemail. I have an article that I wrote, a blog post that I wrote about voicemail for podcasters. And um, basically, if you look there, I think I still have mentioned K7 Unified uh, it's, it's the thing that everybody was using in podcasting when we all first started out and it's a free service and I, well, you read what I wrote about it. It's, it's not even worth me talking about it here because I just don't like it. I don't even think it should be considered and I don't, maybe I'll update that post one of these days and completely take it off because I really think that if you're not going to go for a super high cost, uh, broad voice option, um, or, or something else similar to this, then I think you should consider just using a Google Voice number, you know, creating a separate Google account and, and maybe uh, firing up a Google Voice. Google Voice is free, by the way. The only thing is, is Google Voice, it, while it's free and you can choose some, you know, customized numbers to a certain degree, I'm still, I'm not happy at all with the, the quality of the, the recording. So let me just go to google.com slash voice. I mean, it's not horrible, it's really not horrible, but it's not great. So I'm trying to see who has called in here. I want to make sure I don't give out anybody's phone number, but I'm just going to click play right here for just a second and see what this... Hi, right,
1: Cliff. It's Scott Plaskett calling. Um, I sent you an email yesterday, and I just wanted to follow up on that. My All right. So that's...
0: Uh, well, well, whoa. Well, I don't want your email address on here. All right. So uh, let's see. Here's another one here. Hey, Chris Ravenscraft. it's Connie Williams. Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you that uh, several weeks ago when we had Peggy Decay on our show, she's the author of uh, Self-Publishing for virgins. I was so
1: surprised when I was reading the
0: So so here's the thing, Connie, that's Connie Williams. And by the way, Connie, I just now realized you sent me a voicemail. I'll have to uh, respond to you here soon. Um, So sorry, I haven't got to you yet. It's six days ago. Wow. Um, But anyway, that's a Google voice. This is, I mean, listen to the audio quality of this. Hey, Chris Ravenscraft. It's Connie Williams. Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you that uh, several weeks ago, it's just not great. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not great. And Google Voices is, is pretty much like that. Now it works great for my personal voicemail service for for my own business here because you know I I can you know it notifies me of things I I, I can download those MP3 files and put them in my customer files so I can remember you know when somebody's left me a message what they said you know, and all kinds of stuff. But it's not something personally that I want to play on my shows. I mean, yeah, I, I prefer really getting some good, high quality voice recordings. And that's why, you know, I, I do prefer doing it the other way. Um, so yeah, broad voice is what I use, but I would not, I personally would not look down on anybody who decided to go the free route, Google voice is the way to go there. Uh, by the way, um, I have a client of mine who, uh, well, actually she was one of my podcasting A to Z students, and she signed up for Broad Voice, and she was able to get it cheaper monthly than, I, than I'm than I currently paying. And uh, she she signed up for this whole bring your own device thing, and I think she found that they had an iPhone app or something like that um, and, and was able to get it even cheaper. So let me just go to broadvoice.com. And uh, let's see here. Bring if I do bring your own device. Uh, let's see here. I believe iPhone iPod Touch is one of the items here, and it says here that you would need to use the Fring for iPhone, iPhone or the Siphon for iPhone or VNet SIP Phone for iPhone app. So there are three different iPhone applications that would allow you to use the service. They even have you know it, setup instructions exactly how to make all of this work and uh and well technically speaking you could still use you could actually start using your broad voice service with them and then you can just choose the cheapest plan that offers your voicemail and how i have mine configured i have it configured in such a way that it says send a voicemail after 0 rings which means that it doesn't even ring once it just you call 8597954067 and by golly you immediately go right into voicemail and then I have, and it records it as a as a little tiny wave file. And then as soon as you hang up, it emails me um, to feedback at gspn.tv. It emails me a, an email with attached WAV file. I don't have to go to a site and get it. It's actually an email in my inbox with the wave file attached. And then of course I have a filter set up on my gmail to where anything that's sent to feedback at gspn.tv automatically gets a label and it gets automatically archived so it never actually sits in my email in my inbox and then once a week i go into my label labeled feedback and i see all the files that are all the emails that are in there some of them are emails from people written some of them are these voicemails and i just go in and download the way file and remove the label feedback as i go along and then, of course, I tell some people, you know, hey, if you you can call in at 859-795-4067. But if you happen to have a an application on your iPhone or some other method of recording an audio file of any type, why don't you go ahead and uh, record it that way? Send that file as an attachment to feedback at gspn.tv. And then you can get even higher quality voice feedback for your show. So, Tim, I hope that is helpful. Uh, and when it comes to higher quality feedback and people attaching it, We'll get to James in just a minute. But before I do, I want to let you know a couple different things. Uh, For those of you who are anywhere near the Chicago area, Chicago, Illinois, uh, I am going to be speaking at the Financial Blogger Conference. That's at financialbloggerconference.com. Again, this is Financial Blogger Conference. It's on the weekend. It's uh, Saturday, October 1st and Sunday, October 2nd. Now, um, I'm not the only person speaking there. Obviously, they have a bunch of other speakers, but Pat Flynn from smartpassiveincome.com and a good friend of mine, he and I are both speaking at this conference. And Pat and I have both decided that we are going to go to Chicago a day early. We're spending an extra day in Chicago. And uh, we're going to go there on Friday, September... Is that 30th or 31st? I can't remember. Hold on. Let me look at the... Is there ever a 31st? I don't think there is. So Friday, September 30th. uh, It shows you how much I paid attention in school, right? Anyway, downtown Chicago, Friday, September 30th, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. So, you know, you got up to five hours. You can hang out with us or anytime during that time. And uh, we're going to have a meetup. Uh, It's going to be folks from uh, Pat's community over at smartpassiveincome.com and my community here at gspn.tv and Podcast Answer Man. Uh, Would love to have you join us. If you want information about uh, coming to the meetup, go to gspn.tv forward slash Chicago meetup. Again, that's gspn.tv forward slash Chicago meetup. That'll forward you to the Facebook event page that we created. And uh, so far, we got 18 people that are planning to show up that day. Uh, It's still about a month or it's actually just it's still a month and a half away. So it looks like we're going to have pretty good attendance. Uh, I would encourage you to come out if you're anywhere near the Chicago area. All right. Next thing I want to tell you about another announcement here. PodCamp Cincinnati. My friends, if you haven't heard about it, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be held at um, NKU. They have, a a, you know, they finally nailed down a contract with the venue and it's a brand new uh, portion of their university, and, and it's it's just awesome looking. Um, I'm trying to see if I can think find the name of it he, in here where it's at. Um, uh, let's see. We're very happy to announce Northern Kentucky University's College of Informatics has eagerly stepped up to co cons- uh, sponsor and host PodCamp Cincinnati. So this this place is going to be amazing. If you go over to PodCamp Cincinnati com. You can see a picture of this building. It's brand new. And uh, not only that, but you can go there to register to present. It's something I still haven't done myself. I need to go in there and register to present. Uh, you can be assured that uh, I, I'm certainly going to register to event. And in fact, I'm going to go to my to-do list right now uh, to do today slash tomorrow. Register for PodCamp Cincinnati. All right. And for those of you who do sign up to speak at PodCamp Cincinnati, uh, there are speaker badges and, you know, or if if you're just coming, maybe you don't plan on speaking. But I think there's a thing that says I'm attending PodCamp Cincinnati. There's badges and all kinds of other stuff. Just click on the promote tab and uh, you'll find some information there to help promote PodCamp, uh, PodCamp Cincinnati. I know that PodCamp Cincinnati is still looking for some more sponsors as well. So If you're out there and you want to help sponsor Podcast Cincinnati, it's going to be great. I already know that there are a few of you who are listening to uh, Podcast Answer Man. You're in our community here and you're planning to come to Cincinnati. That's awesome. I can't wait to meet you guys. And if you are coming and you haven't told me already, uh, please let me know. I would love to make sure that I I meet up with you and uh, we'll have a great time. All right. So I think that that's my announcements there. That I have for podcast answer, man. We're now going to go to that really nice, awesome, high quality voicemail feedback. Actually, it's not voicemail. He's recorded it locally. And uh, this is James with a tip about free podcasting.
1: Hello, Cliff. This is James Festini from jamesfestini.com. I wanted to bring up a thing that I had discovered recently in the world of podcasting and after going back and forth with a lot of the top providers of hosting for podcasting from doing it myself and going to the bigger ones like Libsyn and Podbean and back and forth, I actually came across Posterous. Now Posterous, whether you know it or not, allows you the opportunity to upload 100 megabytes per day onto their site. Now, if you take the URL feed from there, put it into FeedBurner, FeedBurner will give it to iTunes. There you go. You've got a brand new free podcast. So I don't know how many of your users would know or are concerned about spending money on hosting, but right there is a free alternative to hosting your podcast over at Posterous. Just wanted to let you guys know that the option is out there and hopefully some of your fellow listeners, our fellow listeners, will actually go out there and start their own cast Thanks again for all of all of that you do, and have a good day.
0: James, thank you so much for your voicemail feedback and the tip there. I do want to throw some caution out to those who just heard that and who are already really excited. I have never looked at the terms of service of posterists, but my goodness, I cannot imagine they would be happy with some of the podcasts that might go up as a result of this. Um, now, if your podcast is... Hey, um, I, you know, I don't know. Um, you know the the recycle reuse Re, you know the reduce recycle reuse podcast. you know we're 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 gonna talk about each week about recycling efforts and how you can help, you know save the environment. Now, chances are, you know, maybe if you do a really good job, you could you get that thing, knock it out of the park and have thousands of subscribers. But chances are you're probably going to start off with, you know, 50 subscribers, maybe 60, 70, maybe 100, maybe even 200. And potentially, if you recorded a 30 minute show once a week uh, for your for your re uh, reduce, reuse, recycle podcast, um, chances are you may fly under some kind of radar but I'm going to just give you an example. I, my wife and I—we just launched a couple, about probably just about two or three months ago. We launched the Hunger Games fan podcast. You know, this is this is a book, and it's a book, by the way, I had never heard of before. Um, it's been out for years. I had never heard of this thing, never heard anybody mention it until Stephanie mentioned it. And then, all of a sudden, after I heard Stephanie mention it, and we started this decide, hey, let's launch a podcast about this series of three books. It's getting ready to turn into a movie. Now, all of a sudden, I'm hearing about it all the time. And we've helped actually a couple hundred people fall in love with the story. and uh, we put it in iTunes. And, and, bef- you know, it didn't take us very long. Now, everybody who subs- submits a new podcast and gets some, uh, gets a few subscribers, a handful of subscribers, you can make it into the new and notable setting uh, section. No problem at all. That, that's, that's a no brainer and, and it's good to get there and that's fun. But we actually made it into the top 10 of all podcasts in the literature category in which we were in. And I want to tell you right now, um, within, within a month, we already, you know, we're over 5000 subscribers and we're well beyond that now. And I can tell you right now, if I had if here, let's just say I did that for, um, you know, for four weeks, I put the first few episodes on Posterous. Now, here's the situation. All of a sudden now, let's just say all the Hunger Games fan sites out there are doing articles on me. Uh, about the Hunger Games fan podcast over at hungergamespodcast.com and and all the blogs are starting to talk about us and 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 all of these other things are going on uh and i let's just say i over the course of the second and third month i pick up about 5 or 6000 subscribers and we're on episode 22 well, you know, guess guess what's going to happen those people are going to go back those 5 to 6,000 thousand people are going to go back and download episodes number one through twenty five. I'm going to tell you right now, I have not read the posterous uh, terms of service, but I'm almost positive that posterous is going to come knocking on your door or your account will be suspended. I I would have to imagine that you would be shut down if you start getting, you know, any more than two or three hundred downloads per episode. So when it comes to, to not spending money on hosting, what I think, what you have to think about in my mind, and maybe that's the wrong language. I've, I've learned that I shouldn't say those things. I shouldn't say, phrase things that way. So what I have to imagine in my mind, when I hear I am not willing to pay for media hosting, then what I'm saying is that there's probably a free alternative that I can get by with for a while. And when I, as soon as I say that, well, how do I get by with it for a while? Well, that means that, you know, I, I've got to probably stay around a hundred or less subscribers or else I'm going to start running to some issues and people are going to, you know, these people over at posters are going to get really upset if all of a sudden, you know, a thousand or more people are downloading my episode every single week. That's, you know, 50 to a, you know, 75 megabytes. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, now, I I find myself creating creating something. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it more than I ever thought I would. And now I'm just hoping that people don't find out about it. I'm hoping people don't tell other people about it. I'm hoping people don't find this show. I'm hoping you know, I'm hoping I stay small, and and that's where I start the thinking. Now I I'm not completely against this idea. I mean obviously. If you wanted to just say, you know, hey, my first podcast test, you know, and I'm not sure I really want to do this thing. I'm not really all that applied to it. It sounds to me like posters is going to work great. I can tell you right now, I, I could probably do a, a a 20 minute tutorial screencast of here's me signing up for Posterous. Here's me uh, naming my thing. Here's me doing this. Here's me doing that. Um, and, and here's my Posterous account. Now here's my RSS feed. Here's me taking the RSS feed from Posterous and sending it over to FeedBurner. Here's me taking the FeedBurner feed and now taking it to or actually, before you do that, you'd have to actually put a link to an MP3 file. So here's me recording a, a, a five minute MP3 opening. Here's me putting a link in a blog post on po- Posterous to an MP3 file. Now taking the, you know, the RSS feed from Posterous Sending it over to Feed Burner, taking the Feed Burner feed, and then throwing it into iTunes. And by golly, immediately, yes. Do I have a post? Uh, do I have a podcast in iTunes? Yes, I do. Is it absolutely 100% free, not costing me a penny? Yes, it is. But my word of caution to you is you just better hope you don't get too popular because you will get shut down. Of course, the big thing is, you know, feel free to try it that way. As long as it doesn't violate their terms of service. Again, I I admit to you fully right now, I have not looked at the terms of service, but um, make sure it doesn't violate their terms of service. And if it doesn't, and you want to try that and see if you can fly under some radars there for a while, then by all means, make sure that you do not submit your RSS feed from poster to iTunes. That would be a huge, gigantic, colossal mistake. Take your RSS feed from Posterous, send it through FeedBurner and take your FeedBurner feed and submit it to iTunes. That way, if Posterous shuts you down, which I imagine they will if you get popular, um, when they shut you down, uh, then you can easily go and create yourself a WordPress site or some other site. Go and get yourself, pay a little money for some media hosting, and by golly, then you can just pull the RSS feed from there. Go over to FeedBurn and say, hey, this original feed is no longer at Posterous. I want you to start pulling it from my WordPress site now, and then you're all good to go, and you won't lose a single subscriber. It's the beauty of using WordPress. My friends, that's what I would do. Now, first and foremost, I I just... Personally, I don't think I would I would go that route but I understand that there is you know the idea of starting a podcast for free there's a ton of ways to do it. I'll tell you a way you could do a podcast for free and easy is is this thing called um oh what what audio boo you know just go and create yourself an audio boo account and by golly, they give you a ton of free storage as well and they actually are meant to kind of create podcasts and I would do the same thing don't let audio boo. Uh, take your don't take your RSS feed and let audio, audio boost submit that to iTunes. Get your audio boot RSS feeds throw it through feed burner do the same thing. You always want to be contr- have some kind of control over that so no third party host is going to hold your RSS subscribers hostage. So not be a good situation. So there, you know, that's another way to do it for free. Another way to do it for free is is to run it off of Blogger or, or any other hosting server, or even Posterous for that matter. Posterous could care less if you use their blogging platform for for your show notes and your RSS feed. Uh, the only thing is, is instead of putting your hundred megabyte file or less file on Posterous servers, why not go over to archive.org? A R well, just archive.org. And, and, and see if you can't figure out how to get an account for free over there to post your files. The only thing about that is you get what you pay for, which means that their servers are sometimes just missing. They're down. Um, and, and they're slow as snot. I mean, seriously, I can download an episode of Podcast Answer Man in like two minutes. Uh, and it could take 20 minutes off of archive.org most of the time. So you know, kind of what you get, what you pay for. But James, I hope that this wasn't me kind of just shooting holes in your theory there. It certainly can be done. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, though I would recommend you read the terms of service. Uh, And I would believe, I'm not saying it would happen, but I would believe that even if it doesn't violate their terms of service, if you created a podcast that got anywhere near as popular as, as a Hunger Games fan podcast or or something else that really just caught fire and you get three or four or five, 6,000, 15,000 subscribers, by golly, I can I can almost assure you Posters is going to want some money from you, or, or more than likely, you're just going to see your account suspended. It, just plain, flat, and simple. It's it, It'll just shut down one day. So anyway, hey, I I don't have this as an audio piece of feedback, but I know many of you are Mac users like me. I am a self-professed Mac snob. I used to hate people like me, uh, people who are talking about how much they love their Macs and blah, blah, blah. It's like, whatever, shut up, seriously. But now I'm one of those people. I am a self-professed Mac snob. I have more Macs than I know what to do with now, and uh, I will not touch a PC in my house. So that's who I am. That's That's what I do. But let me tell you, uh, something's happened with the most recent version, with the most recent software update um, to the Mac OS, especially for those of you who are on Snow Leopard and Lion and you get the most recent version of iTunes, you notice that all of a sudden you've been tagging your files. And now when you go to the ID3 tag editor software or some other tagging software you might be using and and, and stuff like that, you go and you update it and boom, you did everything right and you look at your desktop and it's still got that black background with the with the ash gray music note icon on there and by golly your 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 graphics not your your artwork your id3 artwork is not there this is not a problem your artwork more than likely is there you might want to just load it up in your ID three tag software again or iTunes and drag it open and look and see if the artworks there where in displaying the way it should and if it is then you're good to go the thing is is I you know MP3 artwork preview is broken again in the Mac OS and uh, I you know it, it happened on my snow leopard when I updated updated to the most recent version of iTunes and and by golly, uh, I, I upgraded the Lion and it's still broken in Lion as well. Hopefully, we'll get a new version of iTunes before too long and hopefully they'll fix it again. This has happened in the past and I do know that it is iTunes and it's not just you. So I know that I just put a lot of your a uh, lot of your minds to ease out there. So that's a little extra for you. And uh, I'm going to wrap things up. I'm going to start my music right here and it's going to give me three minutes and 30 seconds to tell you That uh, the podcasting A to Z course is coming up Saturday or no, starting Monday, September twelfth. I really want to encourage you, even if you've done it before, go to podcastingaz.com. Again, podcastingaz.com. Even if you've done it before, go look at the new video. I just uh, I just invested a a good sum of money to to professionally produce a, a video that that I think gives a better. Feel for the quality and the value that I believe should be put into this course, and uh, it, it it's it's a great way to learn what all's involved. I got a professional voiceover done on it. I've got a professional video job on it. It looks beautiful. And here's the thing: sixty six of you who are listening to this podcast right now, sixty six of you are featured in that uh, in that in that video. Sixty six of you. And in fact, I see some people in the chat room right now, uh, just two that are on the most recent page of the chat room right now. I happen to know that Daniel Lewis and uh, Jonathan Nation are both featured on there. And uh, so anyway, yeah, fun stuff. Uh, Go check it out. Podcasting A to Z. By the way, if you are um, a member of my mailing list, you can use promo code PAM for Podcast Answer Man. and give you $99 off the cost of the course. Just use that in the discount code field uh, when you sign up. Uh, the spacing is limited. We still got another. Uh, it starts in about a month from now, so I'm getting ready to ramp up the marketing. I've got some affiliates out there. I'm really excited about. Hopefully, we'll we'll sell this thing out again. Tons and tons of value in this course. I'm not kidding. I know I say it a lot, but uh, I'm looking forward to over the next uh, week or two. I'm gonna be doing some interviews with some other people who have. Uh, Taken the course to get their testimonials, just to put those up on the site. But um, I'm most excited about the video. Go check out the video podcasting, a to z, dot com. Guys, if you have not launched your podcast and you've just been waiting and you need some help, and, and by the way, for those of you who have been podcasting for a couple of weeks, couple of months, stuff like that. This is a course great for you too. This is not just for beginners. In fact, the last course, uh, last two times... No, actually in all the prior courses that I've had, I've had some seasoned podcasters in there. And the thing is, is, you get unlimited access to ask me as many questions as you want for four weeks. And here's the deal. Every time you post a question, I do answer it. Every question. And by the way, I have a good friend of mine who took the course... And by golly, he asked about 15 questions per day. Okay, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but he'll even admit it himself. He asked a lot of questions on a daily basis. And I answered every one of them. And uh, so yeah, check it out, podcastinga2z.com. My friends, that's going to wrap it up here. God bless you all. Until next time, I encourage you to join the community.